This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you.
What does it mean to live as neighbors? It starts with paying attention. We don't pay attention because it's the good neighborly thing to do, but because it's the way and the wisdom of Jesus. Jesus recognized people. He paid attention. And in the words of Barbara Brown Taylor, may we remember that it is not necessary to take on the whole world at first. Just take the three square feet of earth on which you are sitting, paying close attention to everything that lives within that small estate. But the expert in the law wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by him on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. So which one are you? Are you the priest, the Levite, or the good Samaritan? Or are you the man in the ditch? Ask yourself, Am I scared of difficult and complicated situations, or am I responding out of a need to overperform, or am I simply in a vulnerable moment hoping for someone to extend a hand? Today our prayer is this. May we have the courage to lean in when it's hard. May we choose to see beauty in the differences of the people around us. May we choose complexity over comfort, and may we know that God is with us and that God is within us. Now he had to go through Samaria. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. So the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right. When you say that you have no husband, the fact is you've had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you've just said is quite true. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, What do you want, or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way towards him. In a time that's seemingly getting more divisive and more complex by the day, may we listen well and may we take cues from Jesus' conversation with the woman at the well. May we stop talking so that we can start hearing. 
May we protect the space between us by slowing down, truly making time for the other person. May we cultivate curiosity, asking, could it be? Instead of drafting a response or centering ourselves, may we be curious and humble in our listening. And may we notice who's missing from the conversation so that we can have a wider and more expansive view of our world. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and he wanted to see who Jesus was. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. What we do together does not matter as much as how we are together. Presence is the most beautiful gift that we can give to one another. So may we be vulnerable and share in our ordinary everyday lives. May we take the risk of inviting people into our lives and may we host dinner parties that turn the forgotten into guests of honor. I, Tertius, the one writing this letter for Paul, send my greetings to as one of the Lord's followers. Gaius says hello to you. He is my host and also serves as the host to the whole church. Erastus, the city treasurer, sends you his greetings, and so does our brother Cortus. Now all glory to God who is able to make you strong, just as my good news says. This message about Jesus Christ has revealed his plan for you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time. Am I following Paul's lead and giving the pen to those around me? Am I consciously choosing to pursue empathy and seeking connection? May we be a people that feels with people and not just feels for people. May we call out the personhood of each other by using humanizing language, by honoring the full dignity of everyone, and by valuing the cognitive pain of critical thinking. And may we seek the emotional discomfort of leaving our silos in order to embrace a diversity of experience and opinion. When I look into the face of my enemy, I see my brother, I see my brother. See my brother, I see 